0: All right welcome to episode 108 of eat drink write and urban fantasy whiteboard we're back we're back <laughs> taylor's finally done she's gotten her master's degree Woo-hoo! Woo! yeah and so we're now both of us still trying to get back into the normal quote normal life groove right. yeah um, yeah this week we're gonna talk about writing strong female main characters and i guess just strong female characters in general Right. Um, this can also, uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. it can often be really cliche. Um, yeah. which we'll talk about that too, but there are things that you can do to prevent your character from being cliche. Um, oh, and we also, we want to give a shout out to Deanna Lurie, who is one of our patrons and listeners. And mm-hmm. she has published the first book of a series, which is the winter blood series. And the first book is called the Eos Key. It's E-O-S, the E-O-S key is how I hope I'm pronouncing it right. <laughs> um, she sent Taylor and I copies. I am so excited to be able to get started on that. I haven't had a chance to start it yet, but I am super, super excited.
1: Same. I've been in the middle of reading. Um, I'm reading the latest Cresley Cole book that came out. So whenever uh, I'm done with that.
0: Yeah, get, I I'll get to be able to read. I have to read the whole series over again, so <laughs> I am yeah. not. I'm ready to jump into a brand new series, so this is perfect. I will. Good. I will yes. start with this book, and then we'll probably be telling her she has to hurry up and get book number and two Get the out. second one out. Yeah. <laughs> be so n- normally I ask you how was your week, but it's been like months. I feel it's like been,
1: I think I think it actually had. I think the last time I was looking at our um, podcast stats. I think the last episode we released was on April 1st. Wow. Um, so it has been been a long time. Yeah. Um, so you guys, as I was, uh, nearing the end of my degree, I think I was getting probably a little bit more frazzled each time that we did a podcast episode. So that's, uh, that's part of the reason we, um, stopped recording was, you know, we were both busy. I think, Um, you had some stuff going on, but I was especially getting ready to defend my masters. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did that It defending the masters is very good. Um, if I do say myself, yeah. Um, and then, uh, I went to normal work, um, a couple of days later and then immediately got sick for two weeks.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, I'm not surprised you were under so much stress. (laughs) Your, your immune level had to be super low.
1: Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what I figure it was, but I was just, I was super sick, took the COVID test as negative, but you know, who knows, you know, yeah. it's been surging a lot lately and going around and, uh, um, but I, I mean, I remained negative. So it was probably just some wicked head cold that knocked me out. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I finally got unsick from that about not last week, but the end of the week before that. Okay, um, And so then last week, um, we were starting to settle into, okay, well now I'm back at normal work and I got to figure out, you know, things mm-hmm. to do when I'm leaving and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cause you start are. your new job on July 1st. I do. I do. So I have to teach all these. I, I was about to be mean. I have to teach all these people how to do <laughs> the things that I do. <laughs> They're very difficult to teach. I'll put it that way.
0: Okay. Um, And so they they aren't going to hire a a lab manager person just like you?
1: They've been trying. Uh, They've Uh been trying since last year and they just can't find anybody. So I've split up all of my duties among all of the students. And listen, just to give you a taste, no names, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, one of the students walked up to me and said, Hey, this machine is not heating. And so I said, Okay, I'll go and check it out. So I walk in there. And, you know, I poke things until I figure out how they work. And that's basically yeah. my job. And uh, I turned up the heat dial and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's turn on the heat. <laughs> yeah. So just to give you guys an idea of, you know, the, the stuff that
0: I'm working with is, you know, there's that. So, so you're going to be in the same, are you going to be in the same building that when you start your new job, different building, different building. Different well, that's building. good. Cause they can't come and track you down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. They're going to, they're still going to try. They've all told me, Oh, well, we'll probably talk to you. And I'm like, well, good luck. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're on the same campus. So you're, you're close enough in their eyes. Probably.
1: Uh, yeah, no, for real. But they're going to get ignored a lot if they bother me too much. So,
0: you know, wow. How was your month? Ah, uh, busy. Um, yeah. finally went and got my eyes checked for the first time in nine years. The doctor yeah, said, right. yeah, doctor said I even with my glasses on I was probably not legal to drive. So we've rectified that. I have glasses that are new now. I can so see. can you
1: like make out my facial features now? Yeah. I don't look the same as I did 9 years ago. I don't know if you
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I cracked them up at the at the glasses place because I turned to your dad after I put my glasses on and I'm like, whoa, who are you? And the lady (laughs) just thought that was the funniest thing ever. (laughs) Oh, bless. Uh, Yeah, we've been busy. It's um, lots of court going on. I I really need another associate and I can't get anybody to come work for me. Yeah. I don't get paid enough by the state to uh, be able to pay anybody else enough. Although we have gotten a raise that starts July 1. So hopefully I'll have some new people Good. starting after that when I can actually pay them something.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, what else have I done? I went to the doctors and stuff that I've been putting off. So I finally have gotten myself in order. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Last day of school's coming up for for Riley this week.
1: Yep. Yep. I know she's excited. I texted her a little bit. Yeah, so. yep.
0: she didn't have any exams today, but she's got one tomorrow and I think one Wednesday. Gotcha. And she took two on Friday. Gotcha. Nice. So she is very happy to be done. Um, she wants a fiesta. On oh, her last day of school, so lovely. I've got to plan the fiesta. She hasn't told me how many of her friends are coming yet, so I have <laughs> no idea what I'm planning. Well, just make um, extra food, and then you have plenty to eat. <laughs> that's true. I, I think I'm going to have your dad uh, smoke a butt, and we're going to oh, that'll be good fajitas with smoked butt, mm, smoked fajitas. Great. So yeah, I think I can handle that. Yeah. So, whew. all right. I guess. Oh, what are you eating and drinking?
1: Oh. Um, so I'm drinking, I just got, uh, home from work, like literally walked in the door and sat down, Mm -hmm. um, but quickly made myself, uh, some lemon water, some ice lemon water. Oh, nice. Yeah. That actually sounds
0: very refreshing,
1: very refreshing. And I'm not having any alcohol today because my fiance and I are going to go and work out after this. So that'll
0: be good. Um, yeah. So are are you working out at the apartment complex or you have a gym membership or
1: Uh, The apartment complex has like a small little gym that actually people, they're never in there. So like we, that's where y'all work out very mm -hmm. cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, lemon water. And then for food, since it's before dinner time, I'll just tell you what I'm going to have for dinner. Okay. Um, we made some ribs in the oven last night. So Mm. cooked them at, uh, 400 for five hours, steamed them. Um, wow, hold some like foil over the uh packet that you have them in and put water in the bottom and um steam them for about five hours. So, we're wow. gonna have leftover ribs for dinner. Um, mm-hmm. and so that'll be quite lovely.
0: That sounds fabulous. Yeah, so our garden is already coming in, we've oh, got lovely. lettuce already out there, and so your dad, while I'm doing this, he is going to make a fried chicken salad for dinner.
1: Lovely. That sounds wonderful. The, well,
0: he's going to bake the chicken, but it's going to be done with the, cause we're keto. He's going to do the chicken tenders in the pork rinds, the crushed pork oh, rinds, Oh, yeah. bake yeah. those, make the salad and then cut the chicken to go on top. So I'm looking forward to that. That sounds great. It does. I'm, yeah. I, I just got done literally with court, like, 20 minutes ago. I mean when I, <laughs> yeah, about when the I time that I walked you. in the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was I've been ready for a drink for the past two hours. So I am drinking a real drink. I'm drinking yes. my, my wine. It's the rose um mm. brute, because that being keto, that's the lower sugar. And taking something that Sid ordered, your fiancé ordered before yeah. the Froze. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I think. I might for Wednesday for the adults at the party, I might make some frozen rosé wine. That would be really refreshing because I'm sure the party is going to be outside. Yeah, it's going to be hot. And so frozen wine, if I can figure out how to do it without exploding
1: in mm-hmm, the freezer, mm-hmm. but
0: I'll make some froze, I that think That sounds lovely. Yeah, she said it was really good. So I'm like, I'm going to try that.
1: It is very good. Can confirm.
0: I can't remember where she ordered it at. Where was it?
1: Um, it might've been at, uh, the Korean barbecue place.
0: I think it was somewhere in Athens. Cause I, d- I wasn't there.
1: Oh, it was, um, um, Ooh, South kitchen and bar, uh, downtown S-
0: South kitchen and bar. Cool. So yeah, y'all should go try that place out. Yeah, They should sponsor should. us because I just <laughs> said
1: that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right,
0: y'all, we have talked your ear off enough. Let's get started. <laughs> so strong female characters.
1: Yeah. Strong female characters. So we hear about these characters in every genre. I feel like they come up pretty often when we're talking about writing women within our stories. Mm -hmm. Um, and something that I've noticed on various social media platforms is that there are some debates about what exactly the strong female character entails. What does it mean to be or to have, or to write a strong female character? Yeah. Um, and so something that I saw, I think it was on Facebook in one of the writing groups that I'm in. Um, somebody said, you know, oh, well, like, why do people seem to think that writing a strong female character means that they have to be physically strong, that they have to be just these kick-ass women, mm-hmm. um, especially in in genres that we write, you know, like the urban fantasy genre, right. you know, right. where main characters are often fighting supernatural beings as part of their job. So, you know, they've got the gun and the da-da-da and all that jazz.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, I think a lot of people have this, stereotype in their mind that the, the, the woman, the, the strong female character is a, that badass woman who walks with that chip on her shoulder and she wears the leather pants and she rides a motorcycle. Right. Um, that kind of thing. And I, I don't, that's not necessarily what a strong female character is. I mean, they, they can you know, be strong female characters, but they, they can be, but that's, you don't have to have that to have a strong female Character. I think you're a strong person, a strong woman. Yeah. You know? gotcha. So if you were going to be a character in a book and and you don't wear leather pants and you know, ride a motorcycle, no. but that doesn't make you any less of a strong woman. So Absolutely. we right. will talk more about that.
1: Yeah. So strong characters come in all shapes, sizes, genders, you know, but obviously this episode we're focusing on female um main characters, women uh, strong women characters. So mm-hmm. every creator has, this is, um, by the way, a direct quote from, uh, masterclass. Cause I got a uh, lot of information. Such
0: a good you. site. Yeah.
1: I love it. I love it mm-hmm. so much. If you guys are so are interested in, in finding more information about a topic that you're researching for your own writing, masterclass is a really, really, really good resource for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they say every creator has a different idea of how strength is expressed. Um, but there are a few ways to ensure that your audience understands the the type of character that you created when your focus is on writing a strong female character. so there are specific okay. ways to get that across all right um so kind of to go along that you know there are a million different viewpoints on on strength of character um and I feel like that's that's absolutely not a bad thing that's how it right. should be right um variety and perspective are super important when it comes to telling our stories you know that's the whole point of telling stories as we get, different perspectives and different viewpoints out there.
0: I think so too. I I ran across a definition of what, what is a strong female character and the definition is a strong and compelling female character is basically a female that acts instead of being passive as well as character with a character with realistic strengths and flaws in a way that makes them interesting, human and complex.
1: Yeah, that's a great definition, I think.
0: And I don't I remember where I got good. that from. Uh, How dare you? I know. <laughs> I didn't write it down.
1: Shoot. Um, yeah. So, you know, strong female main characters are more than just physically strong. Uh, and like I said, they, they can certainly be physically strong, too. But like what makes them strong is less about like, you know, can I punch the shit out of someone and more mm-hmm. about, you know their well-rounded character attributes and the writing behind them. So things like their backstory, is it well thought out and fleshed out? Um, The character's personality itself, their internal conflicts, you know, things that make characters more realistic.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the ability to survive the rocks that we throw at them as the author. Of which
1: there are many. (laughs) There are. I
0: mean, that's our whole purpose as the creator, you know, is to throw as many rocks at our characters as we can and to watch them struggle to get through them. And I think it's through that struggle that we can see strength in a female character.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, did absolutely. she curl up in a ball in a fetal position and cry or did she go, well, hell, I got to get through this and let's move forward. And yeah, it sucks, but let's keep going. You know, that right. kind of strength as opposed to physical strength.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um, so how can we make sure that the female characters, the women that we're writing are actually strong women? And um, keep
0: from having them be cliche and doing yeah, so. Yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely. So the first point that I've got here is, you know, avoid that cliche, uh, which fits within this cliche that we're talking about, but avoid the damsel in distress stereotypes that exist for women and female characters. You know, if you're trying to write that strong woman or strong female character.
0: Yeah. And even if you're not trying to write a strong, just a regular female who might not be as strong as our strong main character, it, that stereotype really bothers me. Yeah. And, and you do see it in books written by men a lot of times Mm -hmm. um you know like well
1: even women you know you know sometimes women write it too and that's you know potentially because that's what's in the the market that's what's in the field
0: that's what's always been out there you know well and it may be needed in a particular book but sometimes like I've read some fantasy books where I get annoyed with the writer because of the way they portray and, and not, okay, we can have weak characters. We should have weak characters. There should be weak characters and they're going to be women and they're going to be men. But when every female character in that book has this characteristic, it really annoys me.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's fine to make weak people just make, men weak too and make some women strong let's let's shake it up a bit not every woman is that damsel in distress yeah absolutely Definitely. and on that note this isn't something that i thought about until just now you know a lot of times you have really strong females that play the damsel in distress mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that would be very fun to write is to write this really strong character who is pretending to be this damsel in distress to get what she wants. Right. Um, That's kind of clever. One of the Raymond Feist series of books, he had a a really strong female character as the main character in one of the Rift War books. Mm -hmm. And she played, it was all politics. Yeah. And she played everything. To a T. She played that weak female when it was needed to be played. But right, right. she is one of the strongest characters written by a man. Yeah. Well, really well written. That that series is excellent. All of Raymond Feist's stuff is really excellent if you like it. A lot of war in there, if, if yeah, but really good stuff. And that's a really good example of a character who is a very strong woman character, but also used that damsel in distress stereotype to her own advantage
1: definitely I will give another one that um it's not a book it's uh the Avengers um Mm. where Natasha Romanoff Black Widow Mm -hmm. uh, had been had been quote-unquote captured and was Mm. being questioned
0: I remember Um, that
1: yes and so that's one that I think uh you know I haven't read any Raymond Feist I, I probably should um but uh one that maybe uh, a bunch of people will also recognize is, mm-hmm. you know, that one scene where she's being questioned and interrogated and you know, she's got blood running down her mouth and yeah, you know, and she's
0: pretending to be weak. And then the phone yes. call comes in and she's like, well, shit, I got to give this up and go and do what I got to do. And yep, she takes them all out, <laughs> yeah, takes them all out and moves on I, that. That is a great example.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, give your female main character or any character in general, uh, her own opinions. You know, let her listen to her gut instead of being just told by someone what to do, like being yeah. told by someone else what to, what do. to yes. do.
0: Yeah, in fact, else what to have do. her do the opposite of what <laughs> she's told to do. I love those characters,
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. where this
0: wise mentor is like, you need to do this, this, and this, and the woman's going, mm-hmm. Is that really going to work? I don't think so. I'm going to do it this way. I, right. I love that. That is also a way to show strength. And in Beck's case, in freaking Fairy's stupidity sometimes.
1: <laughs> I was about to say, I think, I think you have to be a little bit careful with, with that. And I mean, like, you do obviously have characters that will be that way. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I feel like that can also be extremely frustrating as a reader, for, especially if it goes not in her favor, just right. because it's like, okay, like, are you kidding me? Like, you could have listened and, like, been totally fine. Yeah. As opposed to like yeah. wandering off and you would go, I'm going to do it my way and then get smacked in the face by a rock.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're going to do that, you need to make sure that the reader really understands her reasoning for not following that. Because it annoys me too as a reader when I'm like, well, they told you, why right. did you do it? But if you can make the reader realize, okay, I would do what she did because that makes sense then you're golden. That's, that's right. good. Yeah.
1: I also think it'd be interesting just to have like two ways that something could work out, you know, the way that yeah. this guy said that it would work out. Sure. Maybe that would have worked, but also like the way that I'm going to do it is also going to work and is better for me for these reasons. Like right. Right. Yeah. I guess the the moral of the story there is just, you know, flesh out, you know, your character's opinions, let them act on their gut instinct um, but don't make them s- too stupid unless they need to be stupid, I guess. Right.
0: I mean, and sometimes Beck does stupid things and it's humorous, which mm-hmm. a big part of that book is humor.
1: Think about but, how frustrated you were with Mac in the Fever series, though, because she could yes. be so stupid. That's true. I really and was. She was very frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So Just you know, give us some thought. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it depends on what your story needs and what your character Personality is and all of that kind of stuff that'll Mm -hmm. all play into it, of course. But yeah, baseline, give her her own opinions Mm
0: -hmm. is
1: is essentially what I'm going for there. Yeah. Um, Along that line, you know, give her her own values uh, and beliefs for her to consider as she drives the plot forward. And I'm going to emphasize that last bit that I just said, which is as she drives the plot, the plot, the plot (laughs) forward. (laughs) Um, You know, she needs to have some um oh there's a word for it character agency you know she needs to yeah. drive the plot she needs to make decisions and have her
0: own thoughts right um that said I mean, let her basically i'm sorry everything no, that, no. that you put in your book should be to drive that plot forward absolutely yeah, right Yeah. shouldn't be yeah. anything extra so yeah and yeah.
1: make sure your character is the one doing the driving you know they're not being grabbed tugged along by a rope you know mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um let your characters make their own mistakes based on those opinions. And this is all under the same bullet of, you know, let them have their own opinions. Right. Um, you know, I think these characters can still absolutely be influenced whether they have their own opinions and thoughts or whatsoever. Um, but they're, they can, uh, still act upon their own thoughts and their own opinions, even if it leads them down the wrong path.
0: Now a way to show a strength arc would be to have them be told something Mm-hmm. And have them go, well, I would have thought this, but okay, they must know more than I do. And they follow what the other person said, and it doesn't work out. And so right. as they've learned then to start listening to their own gut
1: yeah, and to listening
0: yeah. to themselves. So that's a way to work that, you know, if you don't start with a strong female character, but you want to end with one, that is a good thing to do along that arc. Yeah. You know? frickin' fairies, Beck makes a ton of mistakes. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, she has her own opinions. Even though she knows nothing about the Fey world, she thinks that, oh, well, it must be logically this, of course. Um, you know, so she does learn from her mistakes as she goes. Um, yes, she's, she, a, she's a hellion is what she is. And I wouldn't say in the beginning of the book that she was a super strong woman character. She was just kind of living her life. She hadn't really been challenged. I don't know. I disagree with
1: that. She obviously formed her own opinion about, like, being introduced to the Fey world. And she decided, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw this knife at this creature and save That's these That's true. That's you know? true. Yeah, and She's I, definitely I
0: think, brave, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that is the start of a strong character. I'll put it that way. And
0: And I think part of her arc is growing in mm-hmm. strength as she goes from the beginning of this book to the end of this book yeah um, definitely but those her mistakes really do lead to some really funny yeah situations she yeah uh, she finds Aww. herself in some really funny funny spots
1: she's a mess is she is yeah, she's a mess um give your uh, strong female characters complex emotions you know let her be hot-headed but occasionally vulnerable
0: let her be you know, give her I opposites. Love that point. When you said vulnerable. Yeah. Just because she's strong doesn't mean she's not vulnerable. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't say, oh, well, she's got to be strong. So she can't be vulnerable. No, that's not a true statement. That, right. You know, an excellent example of that is mercy and Patricia mm. Briggs, mercy Thompson series. Yeah. She is super strong. I mean, she's been strong from day one. She was strong from the time she was a baby and first turned into a coyote and right, you know, her right. mom dumped her on the, the werewolves. But So she's been strong, but she is incredibly vulnerable. Yeah, she is. She, she is. is super vulnerable. Um, and
1: that, that story is very fun as an example because it's written in first person. So we get mm-hmm. to kind of experience her being vulnerable, uh, as the reader, we get to experience it with her, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. It is. Um, but yeah, like let, let the, the emotions be complex. You know, your character might be quiet and quote unquote shy, but they might also be very fierce. Yeah. Um, you know, let them have varying emotions, you know, think of your own emotions. They're not going to have just one emotion, mm-hmm. um, or one way of being, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, let her debate her own wants and what she's willing to do to get them. And I think that's a really important point, is because you want to create that tension and that conflict and those inner conflicts within your uh within your characters. Um and that's a really good way to do it. How far are you willing to
0: go to and, achieve a goal? And I think that bar might move as the book goes mm-hmm. on. They might have a bar where, oh, I would never go beyond this. And then circumstances happen where they're required to do more than they ever expected that they would and that's part of the arc as well why were you making a
1: face uh it's it's not important (laughs) I was just drinking (laughs) I was just drinking my water and then it just dribbled down the side of the glass and I don't understand how that happened so (laughs) I take just made a funny
0: face that's all (laughs) yeah
1: well I was trying to figure out what happened and if it doesn't it doesn't matter it's fine (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) okay um give your strong female characters individuality And you're not
0: even drinking oh I'm sure not um give I'm feeling so much better now after court after I've had I don't know not even a half a glass I feel (laughs) so much better good good
1: um give your character her individuality. Yes. Um yeah, so give her a sense of self as a
0: character. And al- along those lines when you're talking about her sense of self, give her self-doubt. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because that's another thing, you know, we look at people and they're we're like, oh, they're so strong, but in real life, they have doubts about what they're doing. Absolutely. You, you know, if you're a leader and and you're like, okay, I'm going to take them this way, they're questioning themselves all along so yeah self doubt is especially if you write in first person it's yeah. easy to yeah. get across that self doubt
1: definitely i ran into somebody in the hallway at work the other day and she was at my defense um and so watched me give my talk mm-hmm. and she was like oh my god you did so great on your on your master's talk and i was like oh thank you so much like um you know that's i'm you know, worked really hard on it, blah blah blah, whatever. She was like, Yeah, I just I was so jealous that you weren't afraid at all of public speaking. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like you should have seen me five minutes beforehand. I was dying. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Are you serious? It didn't look that way. And I was like, no, Yeah, you, no, you I was did
0: scared. great. I mean, but I knew that you were nervous and I knew that you were scared. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you came across fully strong. Right. You know, yeah, and so. And so- At that that point. Yeah. In, in the back of your mind, if we were writing you in first person, you would be going, I'm going to vomit now. And you know, that, absolutely. I think that's a a great thing to show that strength is more than, you know, there's a lot more going on with a strong female than what you see on the outside. Just
1: outward confidence kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this individuality is regardless of the character's relationship status, you know, which actually mm. has nothing mm-hmm. to do with individuality. You know, I feel like a lot of people are like, "Oh, she has to have a relationship, and you know, that's going to make her, you know, not quite herself, or she's going to be so focused in this love triangle, or she's going to be, you know, that she loses a sense of self." And it's you know, what's mm-hmm. the point of a character if they lose their sense of self? Right. Um. So it has nothing to do with. Her relationship status, which she might she might be in one, she might not be. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, it doesn't matter. The character needs her own sense of identity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, think about what her goals are, her ambitions, her hobbies, her dreams, her wants and desires, everything, you know, that everybody tells you when you're building a character. These characters need to have these things. Make sure right. they do.
0: I, I think a lot of this that we're talking about for a strong female character goes to characters in general. I agree. Uh,
1: yeah, I agree. And I think the the point of making a whole episode about the strong female character is just to kind of, you know, we talked about the clichés of what a strong female mm-hmm. character is and you know what is expected of a strong female character and and really I think what we're trying to do with this episode is just show like hey, yeah, these characters are also just characters, they're people mm-hmm. um, and make them as such
0: kind of thing. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, think about what are their skills? Give her a skill that she's good at, like Katniss in the Hunger Games. Yeah. She was excellent at archery. That's how she fed her family. Right. You know, and that skill then was used in the plot of the book, you know, so she had a skill that was necessary because it fed her family, you know, but you also on that end don't want her to be perfect at everything. You don't. Correct. Yeah.
1: Then you get the quote unquote Mary Sue cliche. Yeah.
0: And then also, you know, with Katniss, what was her motivation? This can also show strength because Katniss, she volunteered to, as tribute to save Mm -hmm. her little sister, which is very strong to me. She didn't want her sister going. And so she volunteered.
1: And she took over. She didn't want to go
0: either, but. You You know, know. yeah, she, she is, I think a good example of a strong female character. Absolutely. And she had tons of, of. issues (laughs) issues <laughs> yes yeah,
1: she sure did as she should have you know yeah the the world that i susan collins i think susan um, collins yes yeah it's set up um it's been i think like 10 years since i read those books um but the world that she set up there there should have been a um a lot of issues for all of yeah. the characters all the
0: characters should be broken even even the rich and and powerful people were broken yeah And that dystopian society. I love dystopian novels. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of, they're one of my favorites. In fact, I like watching dystopian shows on TV and, you know, we'll, we'll be scrolling through things to watch and your dad will go, Oh God, it's a dystopian one. Your mom's going to want to watch this. (laughs) Yeah. checks out. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I want to watch it. Absolutely. (laughs) Love it.
1: Good grief. Um, give your character flaws. Uh, we covered this in our characterization episode. I don't remember what episode that is right now. I didn't look it up. Did but I know we a,
0: a flaw episode?
1: Um, no, not flaws specifically, but like uh, when talking about char- making characters, building characters, we did talk about giving them flaws.
0: We might ought to do some topics on flaws. I'm going to write that down. That
1: would, that would be a pretty good. I idea, think that yeah.
0: would be a good good idea. Because you know when we're trying to create our characters and we're using our character sheets or however it is that we create our characters, you know, what flaws should, should she have, or he have, you know, I think that would be a really good topic. So we'll, if we haven't done it, we'll do it.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, flaws make characters realistic. We all have flaws, you Mm -hmm. know?
0: Um,
1: I have anxiety. I think that's one of my flaws. I think it's also a strength because I get a lot of things done, but it's also a flaw and it, -hmm. it, um, hinders some aspects of my life.
0: So, you know, there's that. Your dad Um, doesn't, can't tell directions. If he's in a mall, if he's inside a building, God help us. If he's trying to lead us because we would be lost. (laughs) Poor dad. (laughs) I know now He's fine out in the parking lot, he can find our car. Whereas inside the mall, I'm like, No, it's all this way. And outside, I'm like, Where's my car? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good, you guys
0: are a good match. We, we even each other out, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, let your character struggle, you know, everyone struggles. Strong female characters should also struggle. You don't want to make a character with the idea of, you know, making a strong female character and make her have zero struggle, yeah. Um,
0: that's boring. That's,
1: Right. And it's not a strong character. Right. You know, she might be uh, strong on paper, quote unquote, but um, the strength of a character, I think, goes into how well-rounded they are and mm-hmm. struggles are a part of, of everybody's lives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, think about how these characters deal with those flaws and those struggles. You know, that's going to add a lot of strength. Um, to characters. It's going to add a lot of depth and detail to a character.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's such a great point. I think the way they deal with their flaws and mistakes is, is a great way to show your reader how strong they are. I I go back to Katniss and the Hunger Games. She has all kinds of flaws. I mean, Mm -hmm. she, Mm -hmm. she doesn't communicate well at all. No, She she is not interested in playing any kind of politics game. Um, You know, she, she, doesn't follow rules very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she wasn't physically strong per se. Right. But her flaws, I mean, to me, she is a super strong female character. There is no question in my mind that anybody reading that book would say she is a strong female character. Yeah. But, you know, she wasn't physically strong and it was through her flaws that we got to see how strong she was
1: absolutely. And how she overcame those flaws or how she dealt with them, even if she didn't
0: overcome I, them, et cetera, et cetera. I love that, that part where she was doing her, it was the tryouts or something and they weren't mm-hmm. listening. And she went ahead and shot the apple in yep. the mouth of the pig or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could just see her little brain snapped and she's like, well, I'll show them and boom, she did it. And yeah, yep. that was brilliant. It was, it sure was. A weak character would have been too afraid or too timid to do that. And she's like, you know, fuck you You guys. (laughs) (laughs) Pay attention to me. Yeah. So yeah.
1: yeah. For sure. Um, Add a level of toughness to your character. So this can be physical toughness, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, punchy, kicky, fighty, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Emotional toughness, mental toughness, or a mixture of all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is she smart against her foes? Does she simply hack them down with a sword, which I think is a lot of the time what Kate Daniels does? I was just thinking Kate Daniels. <laughs>
0: exactly. Kate Daniels.
1: Does she have wit, which Kate Daniels also does, or charisma, which Kate Daniels does not? No. Um, uh, you know, and does she use those attributes to get her out of tough
0: spots? Um, yeah. And you know, when I think of Kate Daniels, the first thing that comes to mind is not intelligence. Now she is intelligent. She's smart. Right. But that's not the first thing that comes to mind when I'm thinking about how strong she is.
1: Well, cause in the first book, like I I'm going to paraphrase cause I don't remember quotes or anything like that. It's been a while, but like, you know, she's like, how do I figure out who is the bad guy here? I just, you know, hack people up with a sword until I find the right one. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just, whatever. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah toughness is subjective but whatever you decide on is going to add depth to your character and make a stronger woman a stronger female character within your novel Mm -hmm. also give her some female allies so this is one that i thought was really interesting because i didn't actually ever really think about it right and so i took a quote directly from Masterclass again and so this is sometimes writers try to make a female character appear stronger by turning her into a tomboy who only has male friends. However, your female protagonist can just as easily draw strength from the women who surround her. Giving your female lead character female friends can help her feel like more like a real life person.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the number one thing that may I think of when I think of this, where she doesn't have to be the tomboy, mm-hmm. Buffy. Mm -hmm. Buffy the vampire slayer she's not a tomboy at all go to the mall and yeah she wants to shop she's a cheerleader she She loves her her hair clothes and she's not I mean she is physically strong because of her powers right but you know the things that she faces her decisions all make her mentally strong as well Yes, yes. And her best friend was a female, which was Willow, who was another strong female character. And, yeah. you know, you wouldn't look at Willow at first and think her strong. Yeah. Because yeah. She seems timid and all of that. She is a strong character. Her intelligence.
1: I, yes. And I also, her strength. I think a lot of Willow's strength as a character also just comes from her character arc as she goes through the season. She becomes, yeah. you know, she starts off as this timid character and she becomes this badass witch yeah and so just the the growth alone makes that a strong character um, Yeah,
0: it's, yeah no I think you're absolutely right
1: I yeah. think Willow is I mean fantastic
0: so let your badass chick of a main character love pink yep or, or have her have a favorite stuffed animal yeah you know, let yeah her enjoy girly things that absolutely all makes her a well-rounded character absolutely she shouldn't be this one-dimensional strong person that's not a realistic character
1: well I always think of so my fiance works with pigs for a living like she does um a a lot of work with uh literally pig styes and so she's not afraid to get down and dirty and she'll be covered in pig shit and like Mm -hmm. all this stuff she's wrestling little piglets and Mm -hmm. uh, heaving them around and you know just gets all matter of grossness on her, uh, but her favorite color is pink and she likes to dress up and she likes to do her hair and she likes to do her makeup and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And that's, you know, I think um, you know, she's a very good example of like, oh, well, you can not be afraid to get down and dirty and have your hands in the mud and literally in pig shit versus, you know, oh, I also like to paint my nails. And like, Yes, I think that's like that.
0: she's a great example of you can be a strong female character and still like the girly stuff.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So give your female characters a well-planned character arc, and we've touched on this a little bit, um, already. Um, but you know, just give a a decent arc and that alone is going to add strength to your character.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I think character growth is meant for all characters, Yeah. Yeah. but giving that good arc to your female characters that you want to be strong to make them stronger is likely to resonate with your audience. It, Mm -hmm. it, um, You know, we can watch the the timid willow grow and we grow with her as she goes, as she becomes stronger and stronger and then let her, um, learn, grow, be heard, become a leader. Yep. Um, maybe she learns to relax and take life slower if she was one of those go, go, go people, or maybe if her weakness was the refusal to ask for help, have her learn to ask for help. You know, Mm -hmm. I think this is a good one. If we're portraying her as strong, this can show that you can, you can be strong and still ask for help, which absolutely, you know, I think a lot of men, not all men, of course, I'm not trying to stereotype, (laughs) but you know, they don't want to ask for directions. That's the stereotype of of men. (laughs) Um, But I, I think that that's a good way to show that arc. You know, Maybe she learns that, maybe she started off with a stereotype thinking that, less intelligent people are not, you know, not as good as she is. Oh, sure. You know, but have her learn that all people have something to offer, you know, yeah. not, not just intellect, but skills or whatever. And yeah. that she learns to look at people for what those, their strengths are, as opposed to just dissing them. Oh, they're not smart. Right. Yeah. you know, you know and success, keep this in mind, success, in uh being a strong female character does not mean becoming more masculine
1: right and i don't think anybody like ever really thinks like oh success is masculine i think it is very ingrained into our society uh, and yeah. in the way that we think and the the media that comes um comes through like in all, all books and tv shows and like that kind of thing for a very long time success was a quote unquote masculine trait right um so yeah no absolutely i think it's very important to reiterate um, that success is for all walks of life, all people, mm-hmm. um, and not just a, a masculine. Yeah. Team. I
0: think this podcast episode is really good for reminding people to make your female characters well-rounded. Right. You know, yeah. Right. If, if you go into it going, well, I really need to have a strong female in this. And you, you go with what you, if you don't put the work into it, you might find yourself doing the stereotypical stuff. So I think right. that this episode is good to help you not do that. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> I know that was not very eloquent. Yes, I'm a writer. Yeah. Words, <laughs> oh, words are my it's thing. Fine.
1: Well, I don't anybody who's listening to episode 108 of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, they know us already. <laughs> we are not eloquent speakers, but you know, perhaps we are better writers, you know. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. It's true.
0: (laughs) It's true. true. I'm just drinking. Okay.
1: Fair enough. Um, let your characters surprise you. So I don't know about you guys, but my characters, all of them, regardless of gender, um, surprise me all the time, but especially allow your female characters to, um, deviate from your plan if that is what they so desire. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they do things on their own that I don't plan and mm-hmm. I'm generally a plotter. I like to plot out and have my, my plot lines, uh, my ducks in a row, if you will. <laughs> um, but, uh, a lot of the time my characters will still be like, you, that's a really good idea, but I'm going to go this way. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, sure. Let's do sure. Let's go that way. I'll redo my plots. It's fine. <laughs> um, but by giving them the freedom to make their own choices, it's going to add a strength of character because it's going to feel more organic. It's going to feel like something that character would do because you're not forcing them to do something according to your vision or plan. Not that it's bad to follow your vision or plan by any means, but if your character decides to do something, give yeah. it a shot. And,
0: and you know what? You can always cut it and start over And go again. back. Yeah. 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 So. Which I
1: have done. Mm-hmm. Um you know i've had to rework things because my characters just are like i'm gonna take a right here and i'm like mm-hmm. okay so we take I that right and then it doesn't work and i'm like we're going back <laughs>
0: i i agree with that 100 i am more of a panster um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my characters constantly go their own way a lot of things surprise me when i'm writing yeah. Yeah. and i'm like oh that's so funny how did they yeah. think of that and you know yeah. your dad is like you you wrote it what do you mean how did they think of it You obviously thought of it. I'm like, no, I didn't think of it. They did it themselves. Oh,
1: Sid, Sid has a grand time talking to me about my characters talking in my head, Um, because my characters do talk to me. And you know, I'll sit down to try to write a book, and she's like, oh, which one are you working on? This one? And I was like, no, that bitch won't talk to me. So I'm working on this other one. And she just like, oh, okay. (laughs) So characters definitely have a mind of their own to some degree, Um, but for sure.
0: So. Uh, So I actually came across this quote test and I don't know how to pronounce it. It's the Bechdel test, I think. Oh, yeah. Bechdel. You've heard of that. Okay. I have. Yeah, And it basically applies to movies, but you can apply it to books as well. And the test has three quote rules. The, The movie or slash book must have at least two women in it. Mm -hmm. number two, they must talk to each other, the women and number three about something other than a man, which I thought was hilarious.
1: Yeah, Um, no, it's actually, it's a, it's a huge thing. If you actually, um, look at media or read books or watch TV shows or what have you, you'd be surprised how many things do not
0: pass the Bechdel test. Really? I'm going to have to pay attention.
1: Yeah. It's wild. It's there. It's insane. Uh, really like, just to, first of all, just having two female characters that talk to each other, like that doesn't happen a lot. And it's very surprising. Wow. Um,
0: yeah. That's interesting. Um, the test doesn't explain what it is that makes a strong woman, but it's good to think about that test when you're writing your book. Do you have more than one woman? Do you have the women talk to each other and about something other than, oh, he's so cute. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and have enough women in the story that they can talk to each other. Correct. Women talk. We Mm -hmm. we talk all the time and Mm -hmm. we usually talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We don't just believe it or not. Two men and we don't talk to the women about other about men. I mean it just you know we have real lives too. And it's also very rare for women to live in isolation from other women. We that's true. We are we need other women
1: yeah. There's a, there's a joke. We Roman packs, you know, we, we are packs of women.
0: Oh, really? We all we go oh, yeah. to the, you go to bathroom, the bathroom, bathroom together. together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, definitely. so definitely. And you know, don't just throw in, Oh, I have to have another woman to make her talk to, you know, have, have it plot oriented.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For but, sure. but yeah. It, don't just do something just to, but for it the should, I
0: mean, and, and, you know, think about real life. And I think probably all of our listeners know this. They're writers. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, just something to keep in the back of your mind that Bechdel test. I had never heard of that before.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then think about on, along those lines, uh, just think about the women in your everyday life. Cause you were saying we all talk to other women. Yeah. But think about the women in your life, um, whether whatever gender you are. Um, and, you know, th- There are just so many people that we interact with every day, you know, at work, um, within our friendships, our acquaintances, our families, et cetera. There are lots of people that you interact with every day. Mm -hmm. So just think about the women in your life that you interact with and kind of find, sorry, find the strong qualities in those women around you. My cat is, um, currently locked up in the bedroom because the other cat is supposed to be out roaming around. And still very... having to
0: take turns they still haven't gotten along they don't get along no. still
1: no kitty would very much enjoy murdering cat if allowed so cat has decided to murder the door about it i see um, and so that's what i was hearing and i i wasn't quite sure um what was happening though, i
0: would but... have thought by now y'all have been living together for a while now the cats i would have thought would have gotten along by now nope no nope. okay nope Oh my
1: God, he's destroying the door though. So, you know, he's a punk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, find the strong qualities of the women around you and use those as examples for um, writing strong characters of your own.
0: You know, this makes me think of Harry Potter. Hermione okay. is a super strong character. You know, she starts mm-hmm. off as that little kid. I don't remember how old they are when they start 11 or something. When, when they go to Hogwarts And she starts off as this insufferable know-it-all who declares, you know, she she loves reading and learning and all of that. And then throughout the series, I've kind of got chills because it really is brilliant how um, the author did it. She blossoms into this intelligent woman who ends up being the glue that holds her two best friends together. Yeah. Um, And even though, you know, on that point, the Bechdel test, even though... She, her best friends are men are boys. Mm-hmm. She has female friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all throughout um, her sheer intelligence saves her best friends many, many times. Yes. Um, she doesn't crack under pressure. The strength and compelling nature of her character, you know, lies in her change throughout the series. I mean, remember at the end, which I'm sure everybody by now has read. Um, Harry Potter where she even has to make her parents forget about her
1: yeah how strong is that right well and even just like as a you know as a written character that's just such a um a large a huge decision and a self-sacrificial decision Mm -hmm. very very um indicative of strength of
0: character yeah it gives me chills yeah you know yeah that, that was a great one. And then in Lord of the Rings, another example of a really good, strong female character that's set in a time when men ruled was Eowyn and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she has, she's emotional. She's soft. She falls in love with Aragorn. Um, but on the other side, she fights for what she believes in, fights for who she loves and in a world that's made of men men are the strength in that world and she shows compassion for her uncle pain and sadness at the death of her cousin compassion for mary who is also wanting to be somebody that gets ignored all the time i think she is a very very good example of a strong female character who is also feminine yes yes she fell in love with aragorn but that that didn't Overcome her being. Oh, I love Aragorn. So I, I can't. No, she was still going to lead her people to safety, and you know, regardless of what happened to Aragorn,
1: absolutely. You know,
0: absolutely. Which I, I, I think she is a good one to study if you want to look at how to do a strong character, especially if you are writing a fantasy novel that's set where men are the strong ones, so to speak. Right.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: And then. Some stereotypes to avoid. Before you get into this, do you mind okay. if I go
1: squirt water at my cat?
0: Okay. I will be right back. Okay.
1: <laughs> so I discovered it was not Cat Sun that was attacking the door, it was oh. Kitty trying to attack Cat Sun through the door. Oh. <laughs> <So> did <sighs> Which- you squirt her? She had wandered away by the time I got there. So I can't just squirt her.
0: Cause she won't know what she did wrong. I right. See.
1: So what, whatever. I didn't even <laughs> realize she was out there. I thought she was still sleeping, but
0: anyway. No, she's bothering your cat son. She sure is. Okay. So some stereotypes to remember, to think about and try to avoid a woman's main focus is not getting married. Right. Yeah. Although yeah. unfortunately, you know, um, one of my nieces, so your cousin, she went to school with a friend who that was their, their whole goal in life. I, so it's yes. still out there. That that stereotype really is in real life still out there. I mean, that she went to college to find a husband. Wild. I mean, crazy. Anyway. People are wild. <laughs> but generally, that is not what a woman's main focus is. Her ultimate right. goal in life should not be, oh, someday I'm going to get married. Yeah, you know, as yeah. the only way to ever be happy. Right. You know, I mean, there may be plots that do involve the goal of marriage. I mean, in romance novels,
1: mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, there
0: are, there is a time and a place for it, but you know, and also in a thriller, maybe the fiance was kidnapped or something. And so of course they're going to be concentrating on their loved one. Um, but in general, it's not every woman's dream to just get married as their end goal in life. We have absolutely real goals in life. Yeah. And then as you said earlier, have them think for themselves.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't
0: have your women characters blindly follow, have them challenge authority, question why the rules are the rules. Um, It's also cliche to have the strong female character be good at male things. Right. I mean, mean, it can work like Mercy. Mercy's a car mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Patricia Briggs series, but she has a college degree in history. Right. Um, You know, so it can be done. I'm just saying, be aware as you're writing your characters. Think about it. You know, just don't automatically have a woman do a male thing to be considered strong. For sure. For sure. Um, A strong female character is a character first, which is what we've been saying. Yes. Woman second. You yes, know, she should be as well-rounded as the male characters. She's a character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she should have her own personality, like you said, her own desires, her own story. And you know, these are even for not the main character. All the women all of them, your, yeah. Yeah, they should all be well-rounded characters in and of themselves. Yes. Um, you know, she doesn't have to cuss, she doesn't have to wear the leather pants, she doesn't have to ride a motorcycle to be strong. Now, you and I when we wrote our first book together, the, what was her name? Kitten. Kitten. Yeah. That was what we did that we went straight for that stereo. We did the cliche. We, we sure did. did it. I mean, we were new at, at what we were trying to do. So, yes. you know, and, and I think as you learn, so it would have been nice for us to have listened to this podcast, I agree. you know, yeah. before we tried to write that book.
1: Well, I mean, and granted we were also writing that book like 13 years ago at this yeah, point. So yeah. You know, there, there were those cliches and stuff, but urban fantasy was blossoming. You know, it's been around for a very long time, but was starting mm-hmm. to become popular. It was, around
0: then.
1: it was, um, and
0: those were the, the cliche. There are things that are cliche for a reason. I mean, yeah. we always say that. Yeah. And you can always have her do those things, have mm-hmm. her ride a motorcycle. I love motorcycles. So yeah. Yeah. Have your character do that. Just don't do, don't use that as a mechanism to make her seem strong. Right. Right. Um. You know. She's you know, leather pants and cussing aren't enough to make her, oh, she's a strong character.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: Now, keep in mind, as we said, she's the, the bottom line to this podcast is a female a strong female character is just a strong character who happens to be female.: Yes, yeah. that's the main point that that's it. yep that's yep. the whole point of this whole That's the episode. whole episode. Wow, yeah. it is in a like- nutshell.
1: That's the uh, epitome of, wow, that could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked for a, an hour about it. So. <laughs> um, that's all the notes that I have Me too. Uh, on, on writing a strong female, strong women characters. Um, I do have an interview question for you, though. Okay. Um, I know all of your main characters are female characters. So are mine. How did you go about giving them complex emotions and
0: conflicts? I think just by throwing rocks at them, I put them in situations that they would never have expected, and that helps show their complexity and their strength. They don't just buckle and cry like you know, poor Beck probably should have done a long time ago. Yeah, Um, Yeah. you know, they forge ahead, they deal with whatever, whatever I've thrown at it, and a lot of time they do this by surprising me. They the way they Overcome what I've thrown at them as something I've never even respected. I mean, yeah. expected. Um,
1: respected, respected. Yeah. <laughs> false. <And>
0: false. <laughs> I do have one book with a male main character. Yeah. Earth Asunder. Do you remember that one? Is that the one where the Earth is cracked? Yeah, the Earth is cracked. Oh, oh. And that's right. Theron is the main character of that book, but I do have. It's kind of like game of thrones and the fact i mean it's nowhere near as good as game game of thrones yet but it is like that in that there's all these different characters going on at the same time but he is the one that starts off the book
1: absolutely he
0: is a young um male and ends up having magic and is forced to go and learn how to deal with his magic but i haven't finished that one yet neat so.
1: Yeah, I forgot. I did you? forget about that one. Um, I think much the same. I like to put my characters into very sticky situations, as you should, I think, mm-hmm. as a writer. Um, my, it, it, you know, it's all. It's usually about the inciting incident. You know, you you have your inciting incident, and your character has to decide. Oh, okay, what else, what am I going to do about this? And mm-hmm. I think what really defines, you know, strong characters is going against their own internal desires to answer that call and I that's, think that's a great that's,
0: way to put that
1: yeah so I, I think it's really important to have that internal conflict so you know my characters want um if, for example in my aura books my character wanted an aura she got the aura and realized oh wow this aura is dangerous mm-hmm. and then uh, so she has to kind of she's like okay well I don't want this one I want a, a different one I'm gonna go get a different one
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and then realizes a little bit further in she's like all right this this aura is for me. Like I will keep this one. And so like mm-hmm. deciding, you know, answering that call is is a way to show strength in a character, I think. And I think I do that in all of my novels.
0: I, I love the arc of how things go. Like I think of your Louie and Delaney, and Delaney's arc is huge. Yeah. Because yeah. she she starts off in this like little light bubble. L- light bubble protected. She has no idea what the real world is. Right. I mean, she's got issues. I mean, she's got hardships and things, but she has no idea. And so she, her arc is amazing. Um, that makes me think again of that movie that I don't know if you've watched it yet. Truth or dare.
1: Oh no, I haven't.
0: Where she starts off having, you know, she knows what's right and what's, you know, this is the, this is good. And this is right. And this is what you have to do. And by the end of the movie, she's like, holy shit, I've got to, (laughs) I've got to expand that. And she, she does something that is way beyond what she ever would have been when she started off in the movie that to me, that's one of the best character arcs. You got to watch that movie at some point.
1: I know. I think I watched the wrong one. Um, Cause you told me about it a long time ago and uh, I was like, okay, I'll go watch it. And I watched one of them, but I don't think it was the right one.
0: Yeah. One of them is um, there are two by the same name. And one of them is in Mexico, I think. And it's all, yeah. that's not the right one. Yeah. This one is like American kids doing the stupid let's play truth or dare. And and it right. goes way haywire.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll have to dig that up. Yeah. Um, I do have a sentence, okay, uh, and it's less related to the topic of our episode and more related to um, us, and it's a a bit of dialogue, and it's, finally, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. We're back. Um, So just use that anywhere in a piece of work. I usually start a new one. Um, I limit myself to a page just to really make it a challenge for myself. Uh, and to work on, on specific things like descriptors or um, sentence structure, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and use that sentence anywhere, anywhere in that work. And, and that's the sentence challenge. So. And you can email it to us
0: and we'll read it online. We've got several Someday, so maybe. far. You know, <laughs> we've got, we got to have enough to read. So y'all <laughs> yeah. need to, to do that. Definitely. You want Definitely. me to do the outro this time? Yes. Go for it. All right. Thank you for listening to our podcast come check us out on our website. It is www.eatdrinkrightpodcast.com. There you can find links to our social media. We have Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, If you like our podcast, think about supporting us. You can do that at our Patreon, which is www.patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you to the patrons we have right now. We yes. love you. We could not do this without you. Thank you so much. I want to again shout out to Deanna for publishing her book. I am so proud of her. I cannot wait to read it. Yes, um, you congratulations. Guys definitely go check it out. It, it is book one of the Winter Blood series, and it's called The Eos Key. And the author is D.M. Lurie, L-E-W-R-Y. You can find her on Amazon. We are so proud to have her as a sponsor. And again, thanks for listening. It's good to be back (laughs) and we'll see you next week. Yes, see you next week. Thank you guys.